Hi friends, and welcome to The Spirit Scoop with Michelle. Michelle is just your typical grounded Taurus, Canadian loving girl who loves everything spiritual. Michelle is a spiritual medium, a Reiki master, and an angel reader. Get ready each week to dive into Michelle's own lived experiences, spiritual guidance and tips, awesome guests, and lots and lots of spirits, of course. Together, we'll feel inspired. We may learn something new. We'll learn to trust in spirit. And don't be surprised if you have a lot of OMG moments. So now's your time to grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and we're about to start. Here's your host, Michelle Lindsay. Welcome back to Spirit Scoop. You guys, oh my goodness, did anybody else find that September went by so fast? Like I knew it's been a while since I put out a a new episode, but when I looked back at the date, September 6th, it's almost been a whole month. September started off pretty strong for me. I was excited. I had a lot of things lined up. I was feeling I was feeling confident. I was feeling like I just wanted to take on the world. I was excited about a lot of opportunities that were coming my way. I started reaching out to people for podcast interviews, people that I don't know and that I just really wanted to interview. And I booked my first in-person sound bath and I booked the studio and I signed up for Michael Lennox astrology class that I was super pumped for. And I even had signed up for Spirit School's first spirit fair in Squamish, BC, which would have also been my first spirit fair. So there was so many like firsts of everything and just like so much excitement building up. As I got through like half of the month, I got some pretty bad news about my grandmother. She's in the hospital in Ontario. Like as soon as I got the news, you know, that things were not looking good and we didn't know what that looked like or we didn't know we didn't know how many days that looked like or how many weeks. You know, when you receive news like that, you know, no matter what you have planned, no matter what's going on, it's like everything just gets dropped. So I thank everybody for their patience with me in this September because I did have to move a lot of stuff around. Yeah, and then I guess after, you know, after that, everything else was a blur for me for September. Like I knew my grandmother was in the hospital, but before I heard that, you know, the doctors say it's one thing and that there's potential for her, she should be out soon and you know, my my dad was actually with my grandmother and he was updating me and I just had a feeling that it wasn't a good feeling. Recently, I talked to my, my dad and things, we were at that point where things were really bad and we literally booked a flight like within 48 hours and we, my partner and I just jetted off to Ontario and we went to go visit my grandmother. 
And uh, my grandmother, she's she's 90. My partner actually has never met her before. So I really wanted to make sure that they met and we had time we could visit with her because we we actually were planning a trip to Ontario to visit her. But we were thinking like late October and we we're going to check out some things in the area. We thought that, you know, th- that would have been too late. So we we had to go a lot sooner just to visit with my grandmother. But I actually had a dream about my grandmother. It was like the end of August. And I honestly am somebody that like I've had astral travel dreams in the past and I used to lucid dream all the time. But I'm not typically somebody that like I've never had a spirit visitation dream Like, my mom's never come through in a visitation dream. I've seen her in my waking life, sitting at the end of my bed. I've had these experiences while I wasn't sleeping. But I've never had a spirit visitation dream, which is interesting. Um, So when I had this dream about my grandmother, it was so vivid and I, like I said, I'm not somebody that gets met. I don't even get messages in my dreams. You know, I feel like my dreams are so all over the place where I'm like, that was completely pointless. You know, I don't want to be dreaming that I'm cleaning my house or I don't want to be dreaming that I'm going to get groceries. Like it's so boring that I'm just like, why, <laughs> why I want to have like a good wild dream or even just like receive a message. So my dreams Yes, they're not like message based usually. But when I had this dream with my grandmother, it felt so real that I thought it was a visitation dream. And then I woke up and I, I you know, I, I also sometimes I'll forget my dreams until like later on the day. And later that day, I was driving and I all suddenly remembered like after lunch, midday, I remembered that I had this dream about my grandmother and it all came back to me. In the dream, uh, my fiance and I, we both were in Florida. She doesn't live in Florida, so I love how things just don't make sense. (laughs) So we were like in Florida and we surprised my grandmother in the dream. And she is older. She's around 90. And in the dream, I, I showed up and I surprised her. But when I got there, she wasn't doing well. She wasn't healthy. Um, I think she was. Yeah, I guess the, the the specifics doesn't really matter, but she wasn't healthy. And I said, like I said, hey, grandma, I'm here. And she was like, hi, darling, da, 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 and talking to me. But she thought I was on the phone. And so I had to explain to her like, no, grandma, I'm actually here. I'm here in real life. And I gave her a hug. And we just hugged, gave each other the biggest hug And it was like, it felt so real. And then I had to hug her so she understood that like we were here in the physical because it was really hard for her to understand. She thought I was on the phone. So my partner and I, we we surprised her. She understood that we were there, but she was in like in worse shape than we thought. Like, I think we visited her not knowing that she wasn't doing well. So that was almost a shock for us in the dream. and. As I'm driving the car, I remembered this dream and I tried to call my grandmother on the phone because I felt worried in that second because it, I thought, oh my gosh, 
was that a visitation dream? Like, is she still, is she okay? Right. And so I, I tried calling her phone and it didn't work. So I texted my dad and he sent me her number. And well, I asked my dad, I go, okay, what's grandma's phone number? And he, the first thing he said to me was, she's in the hospital right now. And then he passed me her phone number. As soon as he said she's in the hospital right now, I, my heart just like sank. And I go, oh my God, what do you mean she's in the hospital right now? Like I had this dream that I was surprised her and she wasn't doing well. She's not healthy. And then and then my dad says she's in the hospital. So I call my dad and I'm like, what happened? Like, oh my God, what's going on? He explained it that, yeah, I'm not going to not gonna go into the details, but that she was not doing well, but they think that she should be out of the hospital by Friday. I just was like, what do you mean? Like, are you sure? Like Friday? Like, are you guys sure that she's going to be okay? Like, how do you know for sure? What do the doctors say? I was just panicking. Um, it was just, it was just really, um, yeah, it, it wasn't a good feeling. That's for sure. Um, it definitely felt like something was up, something's going on. And I definitely feel like somehow like, you know, her spirit did visit me. And as I got that dream though, like that whole week, my partner and I were talking about vacations coming up and what we, what we want to do. And I, I always told him, you know, that I, we have to go to Toronto to meet my grandmother and with our work schedules and everything, we, he wanted to go like in January when he could take time off of work. I just felt like I kept feeling like I wanted to go in fall and it, I don't even know if it was like, a, I want to go in the fall. It was just like, I kept seeing fall, like fall was an importance to go there and but he kept saying like no he can't go until january and then i just like oh this like there's this feeling in my stomach where it didn't feel right like it felt like we had to go sooner than january so then but so but i was thinking about that all week and i was like oh there's something inside me where it's like you know we can't wait that long so when i found out the news of my grandma in the hospital that's when it clicked in i was like we, I think we need to go there sooner than later. And I think that the dream was telling me that, you know, you know, you got to go like soon in the fall. Like, I guess the dream really highlighted that urgency to like make that trip and not to put it off. But yeah, apparently like at first, at first we thought she was going to be getting better. We thought it was one issue, but then there definitely, it there was a couple other issues that came up along the way. Yeah, that had us taking, jumping on a plane like last week and just booking a trip last minute and making sure, you know, we were able to spend some time with my grandmother because I haven't seen her in four years and my fiance has never met her at all. Um, that was very important for me for them to meet. September was, yeah, it was pretty much a blur. Um, maybe that's why I kind of felt like it went by so fast. And so I didn't really have time to like plan any episodes for the podcast. And I had to cancel the the bookings that I did have booked for having guests on for September. So that's why there hasn't been an episode for a while, guys. So I apologize for that. There will be a lot more in October as I do have almost one episode planned scheduled every week already. Well, I guess it is October already, so that makes sense. And as soon as like we got back, you know, 
we've both had to kind of make up for the time that we were gone. I didn't really know, like, I couldn't really organize, like, what I want to talk about on the podcast. I couldn't really figure out anything, right? Um, But then I kind of thought, you know, why don't I just come on and do an episode of, like, what's going on in my day-to-day life, right? Like, what's happening? I don't know if that's interesting at all. But, um, like, there's definitely been some wild things going on that I should probably share (laughs) Um, that might be interesting for you guys. But I don't know. Yeah, I thought that, you know, sometimes maybe I'll come on just for just a catch up, you know, of how the week has been or what I've learned spiritually or what signs I've received and all of that. So yeah, me just popping on just to kind of say hi, it might be uh, a common thing that might come up when I don't have any guests. I do want to thank everybody for their kind messages on Instagram or Facebook or text messages or in whatever way that you showed me love and sent my grandmother lots of love and healing. I appreciate it all. You know, being a medium is definitely has its perks. It definitely gives us that insight on like what happens after death or where do we go or what that kind of looks like. Um, So I definitely have like that perspective, but, you know, at the end of the day, it still hurts just as much when a family member or somebody you love has passed or if they aren't doing well and, you know, you see them struggling you know, it's it's never easy, no matter no matter what. Some people have asked before. They go, they wonder, like, what it what the experience is like for when you lose somebody, when you're a medium. You know, since I've been diving into mediumship work, I haven't gone through losing somebody that was super close to me, or a family member. Or any or a friend, you know, I haven't had that experience, but but when I came back from my trip, I did have an experience connecting to my grandmother who did not pass yet. I do have experiences with connecting with people that are still alive, who are in the hospital, who are not doing well. I've had that come up before and it's interesting because like, for example, if I'm doing a mediumship reading, um, there's been times where I've connected with somebody that is still living, but they come through the exact same way as spirit does when they pass. So for the times that that's happened before, most of the time the person has Alzheimer's and it's a common thing that's been coming up is that when I do connect to somebody who's still living, they most, they usually have Alzheimer's. And so that, that actually kept coming up and that was a trend. And so I believe that when somebody has Alzheimer's that they are like half here in the spirit, in the physical and half in the spirit world. It's kind of like we're in, we're out. And I also noticed that as well with um, babies who are not born yet. I also noticed that happens too before a baby is born. I I believe personally that they're they're they they're half in the spirit world and half in the physical. And I believe that like when we start to feel them kick and everything, 
I I feel like that's them kind of popping back into the human where we could start to feel them. And I've had past life memories of of that happening and me actually being a baby in somebody's stomach. That's just what my I personally believe, but I've also connected to too with people that, you know, their their loved one is in physically in the hospital and you know, they're not doing well. I believe that when somebody is in a lot of pain or if they're really struggling in the hospital, I do believe that we are half there, half here. And I think the purpose of that is that it's almost like our soul doesn't want to feel all of the pain that we're going through um, in the physical. And I believe that there's like a higher power or higher source that could kind of bring us out of that a little bit. It's almost like reminds me of like astral traveling. Like when you're sleeping, your body's in the bed, but you are actually like floating above your body, right? So I believe like that happens too when people are not doing well in the hospital. And it was interesting because um, when we ca- when we got back from visiting my grandmother, I was like sitting on my couch watching TV. No, just sitting on my couch. And I thought about my grandmother and I wanted to call her. But then I realized that she's three hours ahead. And I looked at my clock and I thought to myself, oh, it's too late to call her. And then a moment later, I felt her energy come in just the same way as when I connect to people that have passed, I felt her energy come to me and I started to feel her. And that's crazy. You know what I mean? That was almost like proof to me that like, she's half there, half here, you know, or if you don't believe that it's like, it's like, right. Maybe she was astral traveling. Maybe she was sleeping and she visited me, um, which was crazy too. (laughs) I'm just like, wow. You know, like sometimes we don't have all the answers, but it's also still very mind blowing. And because we don't have all the answers, it doesn't mean that it's less magical or less, less amazing as it is. So I think that it's okay if you don't have all the answers and just notice it, notice the magic around you. So I felt her energy. So I started to talk to her. And I got emotional. I could feel her emotion and my emotion together. And then she, I could feel her touching my lips because like, she's always like, the last thing we did when we said bye is like, she kissed us, me and my fiance, like both on the, on the cheek. I could feel her kiss me. And then the next morning I went to the coffee shop. And at this point I was up really early. I wasn't adjusted to the time change yet. I went to the coffee shop, the same coffee shop I always go to every morning. And they just opened. It's the first one in there. And then they have a bunch of lights. And there's just one light that stood out to me. It's just flickering. And I thought of her again. You know, this is a common sign for you guys. Is like when you start to notice these things, who do you think of instantly? And that's most likely who is sending you the sign. So you could use that for any of your loved ones in spirit. If you find a dime on the ground, if you're thinking of somebody automatically and you find the dime, it's it's most likely connected to them. So the light was flash flickering and I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And I went to take a, a video. And as soon as it recorded, as soon as the photo started to record, the flickering stopped. 
And I was like, dang, like I was too late. So I stopped recording. And as soon as I stopped recording, it starts flickering again. And I'm like, what the heck? So I go to record again. As soon as it's recording, the flickering stops. So that happened like three times. And I thought it was funny. I felt like she was like, you know, spirit was being funny with me <laughs> and like playing a prank or something, right? Because I'm I'm very silly with my grandmother. And then finally I was able to get it on video. <laughs> but it was like so funny how she stop it when I was recording it. It's like, no, you know, you don't always have to record things. You can just appreciate appreciate the sign, you know, and just have that just as um as a message or a connection between the two of you. It doesn't always have to be something that you share on Instagram or that you share with people. I like to share it because it gets other people thinking that their loved ones are sending them signs too. But just know that it is possible to still connect with people that are still physically living. Just just know that's possible. And then all day I was finding dimes in the ground and all the odd, oddest places, all the strangest places. And I remember having a conversation with um, a family member when we were in Ontario. And she was explaining that she sees signs, she sees dimes all the time. And we were just like bonding and connecting. And I was like, I see dimes too. And we both kind of look at each other and we're like, it's it's never a quarter. It's never a nickel. It's always, always, always a dime, you know? It's not, and it's funny because like, I don't know, say for example, like we have a laundry room in our apartment building. Those machines, they don't take dimes, but there's always like a dime inside. There's always like a dime on the outside. There's always like, I took in the covers off my bed and there'd be a dime in all the oddest spots. And like, when do you, nobody, I don't really carry change anymore. You know, like when, why are all these dimes everywhere? But you might get quarters, you know, you might get quarters all the time. You might get loonies all the time. You know, I know I got to start asking spirit for hundred dollar (laughs) bills instead of dimes. Yeah. That's what my week was pretty much like my whole month, actually. Um, It's been pretty wild. But yeah, I appreciate all the love from everybody. I got my my October fall mentorship starting. And I'm even debating doing like group mentorships as well. Just for to make them just to have a little bit of a, a more affordable option for the people that want to continue working with me, um, like on a development basis and just do like small groups, maybe two to four people. So that might be coming in maybe like late October, uh, maybe November 1st. But there have been a couple people that have expressed interest in small group mentoring because I did start with just like one-on-one mentoring, just one-on-one. But I think that Spirit actually was showing me this like a few months ago, but I, I didn't know like when to bring it in because I was really enjoying the one-on-one. But then, um, you know, a couple of people requested that, you know, they want something a little bit like more affordable. If it's like a group class, I w- can make it a little bit more uh, affordable and like less than the one-on-one pricing. So I am looking at more affordable mentoring sessions going forward with working with you guys. Yeah, whether it's, mo- it's going to be mostly psychic and mediumship practice, like development, doing practice readings in the group 
and just kind of like having having that small intimate container because I think I do prefer smaller containers and one-on-ones compared to like big groups. So that's something that I kind of specialize in or something that I prefer. But also stay tuned. I do have, I am going to be offering more virtual sound baths for October because I do like, I haven't done in person yet because I had to reschedule the other one, but that's going to be rescheduled for, should be mid-October. So there'll be an in-person sound bath mid-October, but definitely have a lot of people actually from the U.S., that are in my community. So I definitely want to do some virtual sound baths, meditations, and just, it is nothing better than just like when you can lay in your own bed and like listen to a sound bath and then drift away to sleep after, or, you know, just waking up in the morning and having a tea and then just jumping on for a morning sound bath. It's just such a peaceful way to start your day or even to end your day out of the comfort of your own home. You don't have to get in the car. You don't have to even dress up. You can just have your camera off. You don't have to worry about parking. (laughs) There's a lot of benefits. But there's also a lot of benefits for in-person too, right? If you are more of an in-person type of person, or if you do happen to live in the same community as me, and you are looking for connections with other people, they both definitely have their benefits. But I think for myself, for myself, I like a little bit of both. It's like depends on the day, right? If I'm like, I don't really feel like leaving my house today. An online thing would be great. I just got so used to doing online now. Spirit's telling me to finish with a card pull because today is October 1st that I'm recording this. So what does everybody need to know for this month going forward? What does everybody need to know? For the month of October, whether you catch this on the first week or the second week or the last week of October, what do we need to know collectively? Oh, okay. I pulled the card. It says shield yourself. So it says your sensitivity to your environment has increased. It is important for you to protect your physical being, which holds your vibration, your energy field, your aura around you magnifies your experience. It is essential to keep your aura clear, light, and at full capacity. Uh, Take action. It says, I ask Archangel Metatron to place the rainbow shield around my aura and place a vacuum within the shield to enhance continual clearing. Once in place, I know that divine takes care of the process. I must ask every 12 hours for a new shield. And an affirmation for this, it says, I remember to place a shield of rainbow colors and vacuum morning and night. And then this card also has a crystal that you can work with. So this crystal is highlighting the rainbow fluorite crystal. Fluorite enhances the process, strengthening the shield of rainbow colors and assist it to fall into place as it's meant to be. And that's interesting because this came up in conversation actually when I was on my trip. We were talking about being an empath and how to protect and clear your energy. And I'm not surprised this card came up because usually people that are interested in spirituality 
we are more, we tend to be a little bit more sensitive to our environments and the people around us. And yeah, just, you know, waking up the morning, something quick that you, you can do is just imagine shielding your aura, like you're in a bubble and nobody can, nobody else's energy, nobody else's thoughts or anything that they project can get into your own energy field. But it's also important to clear your energy, making sure you're all clear, and then put up the the bubble. And you can do that once a day, twice a day. But just know that every day, the people that we interact with, we are picking up their energy. And after time, it tends to be we're holding on to a lot of people's energies that's not our own, that's not serving us. So if we remember, it's like going to take a shower every day. We're cleaning our bodies every day, our physical bodies. We need to be clearing our energy bodies every day. You can imagine when you are taking a shower every day, imagine that the water is clearing you and just setting that intention that the water is clearing your body, but it's also clearing out your energy body as well. Getting rid of anything that no longer serves you. And just imagine and visualize that everything is being washed away from you and just going down the drain. You could do that too. And you just get into the habit of doing that every time you shower. That would be really good if you're somebody that tends to forget to like clear your energy field and all that. You can kind of tie it in with, with activities that you do on the daily already. And then eventually you'll get used to it and you don't even have to think about it anymore. So I'm going to leave you guys on that note. Thank you for, yeah, thanks for showing up. Thanks for just listening to me today. Just kind of this episode, I guess, was kind of more like a ramble. Yeah, definitely feels like a ramble today. But yeah, I just want to keep you guys up posted, keep you guys updated. I appreciate all of you guys. And I do love doing podcasts, but things just got a little bit crazy last month. So just wanted to let you guys know I didn't forget about you. There's lots of exciting stuff coming up for October as I will be able to put my energy into actually creating things and putting out the things that I wanted to last month. But feel free to always message me if you have any questions or if you just want to chat or if you want to tell me about, you know, signs that you receive. You know, it's always fun. It's always nice when you have somebody you can talk to that kind of gets it, right?